Welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast, where we get real about the ups and downs of the human experience, and we use yogic philosophy and self-study as our Bliss Tonic. I'm Michelle Anthony, yoga teacher, spiritual mentor, meditation advocate, and dancer, circus performer. Flow is flow is flow is flow. Let's dive into this week's episode. My loves, welcome back to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. It feels really good to be back. I have been sitting on the task of doing a podcast for four weeks now, and I just let myself put it on the back burner to give my full attention and love and mental capacity um, to the new clients of the first cohort of the Blistonic Spiritual Integration program. And it has been going so well creating weekly content. We had our first monthly immersion and meeting for circle every single week. So it's been a lot of my focus and I feel so ready to open back up to holding space for all of you. So I appreciate your patience. I appreciate you for still being here. I'm sending you so much love. As I record this, it is the full moon and I'm going to be recording a guided meditation which can be related to the energy of the full moon. We're going to be giving a little bit of an energy update intuitively with that as well. And you can find that in the Bliss Tonic Seekers Facebook group. Um, And that will be available to you to listen to anytime, but it's specifically for this week of the full moon. So... A little update beyond holding space for the clients in this integration program. I also signed up and have been immersing myself in the work of becoming a certified life and success coach, certified neurolinguistic programming practitioner, uh, certified in hypnosis, EFT, and time technique. All things that I do really intuitively, but I really have been missing this foundation of this really rich modality um, that comes more from the coaching world. And it's something that really interests me. And I know it's going to really elevate the rest of my offerings as well. So I'm really excited um, to see where that goes, but I love giving you a little update of what's been going on in my life. So that is the main updates for today. And then let's get into today's episode. So today I want to talk about this massive leap (laughs) that happens both mentally, energetically, spiritually, physically, when we take this leap from desire to goal. And they are completely different energies, as I'm sure you are aware. 
And I'm just going to kind of break down this process of how do we get from desire to this completion of this desire through the means of a goal and what that all means. How do we take this to the quantum? That's what I'm here to help us do and to really dive into the energetics of this process. So as we notice a desire, I'd like you to think for just a moment, like what's your top desire right now? What is the number one thing if you were to distill it to one thing? What is it that you most desire right now? Does it fit into this category of relationships, either friendship or intimate relationships? Does it fit into this category of like purpose or dharma or career? Does it fit into this category of stability or financial abundance and wealth? What area of your life is maybe lacking? I don't want to say lacking, but typically, right? We get our desires from realizing, well, holy shit, I don't want this. So (laughs) let's dream up something different, right? We usually know what we want in a relationship by having relationships that show us what we do not want in the next one. And then we formulate a refined desire of what we want to call in. And the same goes for finances, for friendships, for any area of our life that we want to enhance, we get the clarity from the lack. We get the clarity from recognizing what's not working anymore in your life. Do you want to elevate your physical health, your relationship to yourself? Do you want to cultivate a daily practice that gets you connected to your own energy instead of plugging into the GD matrix, which I say matrix, but you know what I mean, the mundane existence minus the sacred, which is always attached to it, but we get disconnected from the sacred when we get plugged into the mundane and this forgetfulness that is the human condition added on top of that and we forget all that's possible for us via the means of this amazing human body this refined nervous system that is constantly taking in sensory information sending messages back and forth to all parts of us and then we get to make some decisions Instead of letting our subconscious programming just make things easy for us. That's the main thing that we're talking about right now in the spiritual integration program is around this perspective of habits and programming and how we basically have created habits from this most basic understanding of habit is It's become so routine that the mind does not need hardly any, if any, processing power to complete this task, right? We had to run it on autopilot. And I think a lot of us can relate to that on a general feeling of the way we go through our life on autopilot. And we don't even recognize like where is the desire and i think that taking this moment of reflection with the podcast today and remembering what it is that you want and who you want to be 
that's what's going to serve you right now. And a lot of people say, you know, new moons are for manifesting, but I really find that manifesting on the full moon has been so powerful. So all this to say, yeah, we got to (laughs) know, we got to know the lack, what we don't want in order to get clear on what we do want. And then here's the first step. We got to unpack this whole contemplation of do you currently feel like you are worthy of your desires? Said another way, do you feel like you're currently an energetic match to the you who already has these desires? We got to unpack the shadow. Why don't we feel worthy of it? Like what part of us has been programmed with this sense of not deserving or not enough, not doing enough. We're not, you know, we don't have the right set of um, upbringing or resources or backgrounds. And let me tell you, we all have the same resources when it comes to our energy and the way that our mind works. And I say this all the freaking time. But we all have the ability to cultivate one pointed awareness. And that is the gift of the human mind. Is that it allows us to witness and access pure divine consciousness. But only when we can start to bring our mind into a place of one pointed focus. Can we see clearly. The mind is our lens through which we perceive the world. So if the mind is clouded with all of our past experiences, which if our past experiences are any indicator of worthiness, right, the lack of having what it is that we want, then that's what we are seeing in the world. That's what we're calling in. So to unpack this shadow Why don't we feel worthy of our desires currently? These are all just contemplations. I don't have the answers for you. And I'm always searching for my own answers and digging deeper and finding new layers of pain and new layers of places where the unworthiness or not enoughness rests. And that's a gift because if I know that it's there, I can recognize it more quickly and choose something different because we are in control of our beliefs and I can choose to not believe that. I can call it out. Hey, there you are again. We're not doing this dance anymore. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Next. So how do we know if we feel worthy or not of what it is we desire? We go into the body. The body does not lie. Um, And so if you state what it is you desire, I want blank. What are the sensations that flutter throughout your body? Where are they? 
And the interpretation process is 100% subjective. I can't tell you that a flutter is a good or a bad sign, right? I think that this is something that's so interesting when it comes to interpreting intuitive information is we always seek external answers, but the only way we can actually get clear answers is by going within. Um, because we all have our own lens with our which carries the cloudiness of every single experience, every single memory that's ever happened to us. And that is the foundation through which we perceive symbols and experiences and feelings. So feel it in the body. And if a part of you experiences this like... I don't think that that's true or I don't feel worthy of that. You know, you can decipher that for yourself. Okay. And then we deal with the resistance. So kind of part one of going from desire to this culmination of your desire through this goal setting is to deal with that resistance. Deal with it. How do we deal with it? Go in and then keep going in, and then keep going in, and ask yourself the hard questions. Where did this come from? How, how did this pattern develop? And how did it kind of get reiterated through my continued experiences and my continued perception of the world? So we deal with that resistance by going into it in the body and then moving energy in the body into our feelings, our emotions, and then going into those emotions and giving them our full attention because that is the gift is to finally feel the things that we've pushed down and let ourselves go there in a safe space with support if we need it. Because that's, that's what happens is it moves from this suppressed space. If it's there long enough, it shifts into the realm of the body for us to experience it through the body. And so we can deal with it on all of these different levels. Okay. The next step, this is where we're getting to like the actual work, is I want you to plan it. Get dates, get action steps, and then number three is take action. And in regards to these last uh, two out of three steps, right, that are seems like, oh, this is so obvious and so clear. Why am I listening to this podcast to tell me what everybody tells me? Because we don't do the things. We don't do the things that we know we want to do. And so this really comes down to the work of why aren't you doing those things? Why aren't you doing the basic things that you know are going to get you there? If it's relationships, why aren't you, you know, setting more boundaries? Why aren't you going on more dates? Whatever it is, I'm not the relationship and dating expert here. I have plenty of connections that can give you more specific um, 
information in regards to that. I had a podcast, gosh, I don't know how long ago with a dating and relationship coach with Violet. Um, so definitely check that episode out. Um, if that's your, what you are looking to call in right now, what it is you desire. So to plan, no matter what it is, you can plan for it. So for instance, as I prepared to do this launch for this year-long program, which is like, whoa, what? A year is a long-ass time, you know? And I go through phases of like, oh my God, it's so long to like, oh my gosh, I could go on forever though. (laughs) I could talk for way more than a year. I'll tell you that much. So as I went into this desire of like, I want to do this big program that is all of me and it's going to take all of me and all, all sides of me and everything I have to offer and, and in a way that I've never done it and to, in a caliber that I've never done it and with support like I've never had. And so with this, I knew that if it was successful, I was going to need help. <laughs> like that's a lot of work, right? And for a whole year. So I knew I was going to need help. So not only did I just plan the launch and plan, um, you know, the dates and my approach and the action steps and all of that, but I also planned for success. I went ahead and hired an HR queen um, who helped me with the hiring process of getting a VA that really could understand my vision and, um, yeah, just be, be on my same wavelength but offer the kind of technical support that, yeah, I can do, but, like, I don't want to spend my time figuring out all of those things and the details and all of that stuff. And to be honest, I couldn't really afford either of those (laughs) really amazing services from really amazing queens. But I planned. I knew that this was going to be a thing that I would need if it was successful. And so I got the interviews in place. I, you know, paid the HR queen, Jacqueline, I love you if you ever listen to this. (laughs) And I took the action. So that is the kind of planning that is like, if your success in whatever you desire is inevitable, what's going to need to fall into place and start to get those things set into place and set in motion before your desire has come to fruition. I'm not saying, you know, go out and spend money you don't have, but start to get the plans in place, make all the connections and get things in your calendar right? Do the thing you've always wanted to do. And then here's what I have to say about action. Please do not wake up in the morning and make a 15 part to-do list. I want you to think about what's the most important one to three things that if I get done today, I will feel accomplished. 
and even just make it one thing. Like if I had to choose the one thing that would get me one step closer to what I desire, what is that one thing? And a lot of times that feels scary, especially when we're coming up against a lot of this resistance in our subconscious mind of unworthiness and deservingness and the stress of, of the enormity of our desires and dreams. And if you're not feeling that, I don't know, maybe it's time to dream a little bit bigger. So are we here to be comfortable? I don't have the answer. Yes or no? Who cares? Are you here to just be comfortable? Do you want to live in a place of more personal excellence and self-mastery? What does that even mean to you? It doesn't look the same for everybody, but what does that mean to you? Personal excellence is about living the life you want to be living. And doing the things you want to be doing and doing what you say you're going to do. And taking the steps to becoming your ideal self formulated exclusively by you. So what's one small thing? And make it so small because the problem isn't that we can't do these things, right? Sometimes it's like, ah, oh, I can't make myself do it. It's not because I can't do it. It's because I'm, I'm coming up against so much resistance that the thought of starting feels overwhelming. And so we avoid ever taking action on our desires from that place. So if you think about just doing a couple minutes or one step, sending one letter, whatever it is for you, and getting started, the chances are that the momentum of that will keep you going. It's the same as, you know, if we want to start a daily meditation practice or a daily practice of any kind. The hardest part, especially if it's in the morning, is getting out of bed, is not hitting snooze. It's not, well, sometimes it is (laughs) for me staying on the elliptical when it's like, I'm so ready to be done at 5.30 in the morning. But truly the hardest part, the biggest challenge is making yourself pull off those covers, rip off the Band-Aid, and get out of bed and do the damn thing. Just start. If you get out of bed, chances are you're like, well, I'm already up. I'm just going to go do it. So what is that one step that is such a small thing that requires such a small amount of effort, but it's going to get the momentum going for you? So this is our quantum leap using goals is you got to start with the subconscious experience of what is that desire? Do you feel worthy of it? Unpack the shadow around that sense of worthiness or deservingness. Go into the body and the bodily experience surrounding that desire. Deal with that resistance if there is any. With chances are, if that desire has not yet manifested, there is some resistance 
And it could just be clarity. And it could just be making the decision that you're going to do it. Whatever it is. And then we set the plan. Get it written down. And then we follow through by starting, by making it so approachable, so minuscule to get momentum going. That is all I have for you today. It feels really good to be back and I'm hoping to get some interviews here in the next couple weeks. I have some really Um, amazing guests from all over the world I'm excited to interview. So if you have any recommendations, please send them my way. If there's anybody amazing who has something really unique to share with all of us here on the Blistonic Podcast, And I send a huge thank you to Kyle Piper for being the producer of this podcast, being an amazing friend. And I am sending you all so much love today and every day. 